think it's a babe. Babe with the power. Power. It's dancing time. Watch out for those weirdos. <laughs> we are the weirdos, mister. That's horrible. Anyway, hey guys, welcome back to Babes with the Power. I'm Erin. I'm here with my co-host, Kay. Hello. Hello. We're just partying all the time. Partying all the time. In my... Alone. Featuring... <laughs> Alone in my house with my cats. <laughs> it's fine. Eddie Murphy's fine. not here, which is unfortunate. Yeah, but... No, it's fine. I'm fine with that. It's fine. Oh, okay. All right. That's all right. Well, that's good then. Um, so I don't know what episode we're on at this point because we're getting kind of legit, like too legit to quit. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. The hot rod start, coming out. Start it um, over. No. No. Starting over. Barrel through this. <laughs> Barrel through it. <laughs> so we're in the middle of our Tim Curry summer. We've already covered Fern Gully and Charlie's Angels. This week we have a very special episode because this is the first time that one of us has not seen the movie before the episode. And one of us has seen the movie a lot of times before Too the episode. Too many times, one would say. Too many times. <laughs> one could say. <laughs> one could say. So this week we're doing Clue, Clue, which I know is like a very uh, highly uh, respected, I guess. No, no, classic. it's not. No, it's, it's not. not. Well, if you're a cult classic. Like, I don't feel like they're respected. I feel like. Accurate. You're right. Um, but I had never seen Clue before this. Never but seen. Hey, loves this movie. Aaron has never on. It's all, isolate this. Aaron has never seen Clue. <laughs> Just <laughs> isolate that audio. Isolate that. Audio. <laughs> Ever. So your first time watching it was when? Uh, three days ago. Three days ago, <laughs> and. Uh, I don't know how many. I used to sleep watching this movie. I love this movie. It really hurts my soul that you consider yourself a Tim Curry fan and you have not seen this film. Ma'am. I apologize. Ma'am. <laughs> There's a couple of the films that I have chosen for Tim Curry Summer that you have not seen. And it, this correct. is one of them and it upsets me greatly. I'm sure you're not the only one that would be upset by this. But... Do you want to tell us a little bit about yeah, the plot I'll and do everything? Like, yeah, I'll do the little, like, mm -hmm. So, Clue, mm -hmm. if you do not know, which, we'll get to that. So, Clue is based on the board game, obviously. Clue, that we all grew up with as kids, you know, the whodunit murder mystery. So, in the movie, there is a dinner party hosted by Mr. Body, where he is blackmailing his guests. These guests are given aliases, and these are the famous Mrs. Peacock, Miss Scarlet, Mr. Green, Professor Plum, Mrs. White, and Colonel Mustard. We will get into all of these big name box office cast. Oh, they're all my favorite. Um, then Mr. Um, Mr. Body is murdered unexpectedly, and everybody is a suspect. They have to figure out who the killer is. Yada, yada, yada. It's Clue. It's a whodunit. If you don't know that. What are you doing here? Literally, what are you literally, doing? Literally, like that's all you're getting out of this. And mm -hmm. we're gonna we're diving right in. Like it's literally a board game. If you haven't played the board game or seen the movie, like um, so get out of here. Get out of here. I, I love this movie. This is a cult classic. So this is one of the movies, kind of like Labyrinth, that came out. It's not a 90s movie. It's not an early 2000s. It is an 80s movie. So this came out before we were born. But this, I just remember seeing this on TV when 
I was younger and just loving it. I had it on DVD. I would watch it over and over. I thought it was so funny. Um, I, the physical comedy in it is, it just kills me. It's, it's so funny. I just can't put it into words, obviously. But anyway, so we're going to jump in. This movie came out in December 13th, on December 13th, 1985. So it was technically a Christmas-ish film, um, but it came out around the same time as a lot of other, like, big-name films, like, nothing I can remember right now, but, like, Run the Rocky movies. Basically, it just didn't do well. It bombed. It bombed as a Christmas movie. It just bombed. It did poorly. But then over the years, it got recognition, and now it's, like, done really well. It's, they've had you know, callbacks to it in different shows like Psych and things like that. So it's got a great following. And I still can't believe you haven't seen it until three days ago. It was free on Amazon. It's just sitting That's there. That's how I saw it. Three oh days God. ago. I'm just sitting there. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, there's... So... Go for it. I guess in my defense, question mark, I'm not a huge whodunit person. So I think this just never, like, captured my attention. That's fair. I mean, and but it's, it's really funny. <laughs> it's funny. It's definitely a comedy. It's very much so. This movie was um, originally, so fun fact. Here comes a slew of my fun facts. Fun yes. fact, and you'll love this. There's some spooky ones in here. This movie was originally, uh, the idea from this movie came from John Landis, the director of American Werewolf in London. Yeah, He came up with it. And um, he got Jonathan Lynn to do the screenwriting or the screenplay for it. And then due to wanting to do, do other films, John Landis left and put Jonathan Lynn in charge. So he is the director as well. He's a British director, I believe. And so he kind of had the whole, like, he, he had the vision and he got to do it. And it's really just, it's so funny. The cast is great. This is one of the movies where it's like one of those first Films where it's just, like, a big-name cast all the way through, very, like, Ocean's Eleven kind of deal, where it's, like, you have... Obviously, it's a Tim Curry summer. Obviously. Uh, so, obviously, the most important character is the butler Wadsworth. Tim Curry. Iconic. So funny. They actually picked Tim... Tim Curry was not the first pick. He's actually oh. the third pick for Wadsworth. The butler. So, they almost had Rowan Atkinson doing it. Oh. So, imagine Mr. Bean as Wadsworth. Like, what? Uh, but then, because uh, Jonathan Lynn, the director and screenplay writer, had actually been school friends with Tim Curry and seen him in Rocky Horror, he was like, let's get him. Now, I have a bit of a, like, Tim Curry question. I'm not sure mm -hmm. if, like, you know this, but... Rocky Horror came out in the 70s, right? Like, late yes. 70s? It was did. Tim Curry, like, really big in the 80s? Or was he still kind of, like... He was pretty big. He did Legend. That movie was pretty big. Mm -hmm. And It, It was big. So, yeah, no, he was... He's pretty... Stayed pretty consistently popular. Mm -hmm. So, he was a pretty A-list actor at this point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was well-known. So he was part of the cast, and then they had... We're going to go through all of our lovely colors of board game players that everyone has played. So you played the game Clue, right, though? Yeah, of course. So you know Clue. I played the Simpsons version of it. Stop. Did you really? Yeah. I, th I just had regular Clue, and I was a jerk at that game. I needed to know. <laughs> I was, like, into that game. Yeah, I, I think I played it mostly in, like, high school. Like during like downtime, like and, that like, was, you like were one of like, the three board games. Card. <laughs> it was like one of the three board games we had and was the only one that was not missing pieces. The envelope didn't always close all the way. Like yeah. you always kind of fucking knew who it was. Everyone <laughs> sucked at it. Yep. Yeah, it's really good in theory, but then when you're playing it, you're like, oh shit. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's cool though, because like some of the things they brought over from the game that I think is cool in the movie is that like the floor of the mansion like in the film is the same as the floor from like is the board game board oh it's the same thing like it's the same pattern that's cool and then the hidden passages in the movie match the hidden passages on the game oh nice so they actually like copied the house 
pretty accurately from the game. So I thought that was really cool. And then obviously we have all of our box office colors, people, all of our different characters. Um, cool thing about all the characters is that in the movie, all of their cars match their colors. Oh, I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. Like they're, It's like their game pieces. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you have Miss Scarlet, who is played by the beautiful Leslie Ann Warren. She's so funny. Freaking love her. Um, then we have Mrs. White, which is Madeline Kahn, who is our both of our personal favorites. Yes. <laughs> She's <My> queen. <laughs> queen. She is a one-liner queen. Yes, she is. Oh, my God. This whole movie is just slapped full of, like, quick one-liners and quips. And it's just, it's, like, very Adam's family in that sense, where it's a lot of under the breath. Yeah, it's like, like blink, a, if you, blink and you'll miss it type of thing. I love to have the subtitles on. <laughs> it really helps. Um, the other lady we have is Mrs. Peacock, which is Eileen Brennan. She is ugh, fucking hilarious. We'll get to her. That goddamn feather piece hat thing yeah. on her head is <laughs> her screaming. It's so bad. They were like, give me the ugliest would fucking she, scream. When she, when she thinks of the whiskey's poison, was that when she was like screaming? <laughs> yeah. It's like the worst, ugliest, like anti anything scream. It's just awful. Oh my god! And then on the men's side of the board, we have Colonel Mustard, played by Martin Mole. We have Mister Green, played by my hero Michael McKean. Okay, maybe not my hero. I'm gonna take that back. Michael McKean, <laughs> Mister Mister Green is my hero. Michael McKean is whatever. Right. Um, and then Professor Plum. By Christopher Lloyd. I did not like him in this movie. Well, it's a different kind of character for him. That's exactly right. I was not ready for it. You weren't ready for Christopher Lloyd to be another actor. Yeah. To be a pedo. (laughs) Yeah. I was not ready for that. I was like, wait, what? He's gross. Yeah, he's bad. (laughs) And then, of course, you have Yvette the maid, who is Colleen Camp. She fucking cracks me up. She showed up to her audition in a maid outfit so she could get that role from Madonna. Good. Wait, and Madonna good for was her. supposed to play? Yeah, Madonna wanted to have the maid. They were thinking about Madonna in the 80s, and oh, Colleen right. Camp showed up in that maid's outfit and was like, I want this role. Oh, my God. And I literally cannot imagine anyone else, because her facial expressions, when she puts her lip up, <laughs> she's She's so good at making herself look so unattractive, even though her, like, tits are out to the wall. (laughs) It's so funny. And every scene she's in, there's somebody staring at her tits. Yes. And it's really uncomfortable, but, like, super accurate. Like, people are dying and men can't stop staring at her tits. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's so... who? Okay, so, obviously, Mrs. White is your favorite character, but, like... Why did you come to that conclusion your first time watching it? Because she's very, like, deadpan. And she's, from what I gathered, killed all her husbands. (laughs) And I just, (laughs) maybe. And I just, like, I don't know. I just love her because she's so, like, clever. Even though she's, like, very quiet. She's so funny. But she's just very quippy and she's not like all over the place. She's just kind of like very dignified in a way. But then when she like speaks, it's kind of funny. And she starts to like break down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I love that. My favorite line was when she says, well, it's a matter of life after death. Now that he's dead, I have a life. I love it when she's doing that same thing. And he's she's talking about her husband was an illusionist and they were like, he disappeared. And he didn't come back. Well, he wasn't a very good illusionist. Yeah. <laughs> it's like at that point, you know she did it. Like, she's so shady. Yeah. I, I think oh. that's it, too. She's very shady. And they all did it. I mean, they're all bad people. Like, we know that because when they talk about blackmailing, we get into all of their blackmailing reasons. Mm-hmm. So, like, Mrs. White obviously kills her husband. You know, Professor Plum, unfortunately, was sleeping with one of his grad students. Or no, no, I'm sorry. Was sleeping with one of his patients when he was a therapist. I don't know where I'm going with that. But, um, which is even worse. 
Even worse. Even worse. Colonel Mustard. I don't. He's a just a piece of shit all the way around. Uh, I love that Mr. Green outs himself as being a homosexual. And that's his blackmail. That's his blackmail. I love um, that Miss Scarlet runs a, a brothel. Leslie Ann Warren is a hoot in that dress. Yeah, she is. That she dress has always has, got a cigarette in her. She always got a cigarette, and she's got like sleeves way down. That dress yeah. has actual like whale boning in it, and she couldn't sit in that dress. So when they're playing pool in the room, she's actually like leaning back on a board oh to look God. like she's relaxed, and she's just like hanging on. Oh my god! So like she was struggling. So like I just think it's so funny that they put all these women comedians in here. And, like, they're doing all of the exact same, like, running around the house, searching, and they're doing it in these tight dresses and heels. Yeah. And then, like, the end. was doing it with that damn feather thing in her face. Yeah. And, like, that was, this is, we're jumping all over the place, but when when do we not? But, like, the whole end when, like, Tim Curry is running back and forth between the rooms and everybody's just running after him. And I'm like, how are these women running in these heels? In these heels. And you know they wax that floor. They're sliding everywhere Mm -hmm. and, like, running into each other. The physical comedy is so funny. Yeah. They go absolutely ape shit. (laughs) Mrs. Peacock makes me laugh so hard. They all do. All the women actually make me laugh more than the men. Yeah. Them and Tim Curry. Tim Curry as Wadsworth is so funny when he's talking about his wife being friends with socialists. And they all start crying like that's the worst thing there. Yeah. A lot of people forget that the movie is actually like set in the 50s itself. Mm-hmm. So the movie is very like Red Scare era kind of joking about like it's a satire about all of that nonsense. And <laughs> Yeah, and like isn't it also like um not just based on the clue board game, but also like a satire of like the whodunit mm-hmm. genre as well. So it's like yeah, a it's, two a two way street. It's a two for it's based on the Spanish movie like Cluedo, I mm-hmm. think is what it's called. So it's kind of got some of their like story from there and some of it from the board game, and then it's just a mess. It's so great. I love it. And Jonathan Lynn, actually, when he wrote it, he was he wrote that script. So a lot of it is not improv. A lot of that is written. Really? Uh-huh. A lot of the one-liners that you feel like are going to be very... You're like, oh, they totally came up with that. Like, they're very scripted. And then the one thing, one of the few things that is improv is actually probably why we like Mrs. White the most. Is that super famous Madeline Kahn speech in that one ending. And they all kill everybody. And she killed event and she starts going I hated her just flames flames on the side of my face heaving she fucking just did that relate honestly she just kept she did like apparently three different takes and they just kept fucking laughing more and they just kept the one that made them laugh the most and that I like die at that part it's it's such a mood yeah, because I feel like that's, like, the, honestly, at least from what I see, that's the line that gets, like, gift the most, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be, like, more in the, like, main story, but it's actually in one of the, like, three it's endings. It's one of the endings, yeah. So when you first, that was, like, one of the reasons why this movie did poorly is because one of the gimmicks of this movie was that you would go see it, and when you were out at the theater you would get a certain ending in whatever theater you were in, A, B, or C. Mm -hmm. So you would only get that ending, and that would be it. Oh, my God. So you wouldn't know that until the movie came out and they put all the endings together. So that's why you have, did this happen, this happen, or this, because you would only get one of those. But now they make it so it could be that one, it could be that one, but really it's this one. Mm -hmm. And honestly, the ending at the end is my favorite ending anyway. The one where they all do it. Where they all did it. And Michael McKee, Mr. Green, I'm going to go home and have sex with my wife. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best plot twist of the whole film. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But I also like the one that Miss Scarlet did it because I thought that was really funny, too. Yeah, actually, that was probably my favorite because, like, in my brain, it made the most sense. And I think, like... The motives made the most sense, and then, like, just 
having like um, the maid being like one of her ladies, I guess you could say, especially with like the costume. Because it didn't really look like a real maid costume. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It was more of like a, pardon my like words here, but lady of the night. That's the word you're part you're pardoning. It looks like a maid costume you get from a sex shop. It does. Let's just say that it literally does. Uh, yeah, if you've seen the movie, Yvette's tits and her ass are out the whole time. Yes. If you made someone clean in that, that would be just super fucking rude. And I know. I um. So did you know that they almost had Carrie Fisher play Miss Scarlet? Whoa. What? <laughs> almost Carrie Fisher for Miss Scarlet. Love that. Actually. Um, but she was actually entering rehab. Oh. While, uh, right before filming. Well, so that's do good it. for her, though. But she was going to be Miss Scarlet, and that would have been a very different movie. I feel like. Hmm. Um. I really like. Also, I like the Mrs. Peacock. I like all the endings. I like that there's two women endings. Also, yes. I thought that was pretty cool. Because mm-hmm. I also believe the Mrs. White thing. I love the monkey's brains, although popular in Cantonese culture, are not usually served at dinner like here. Like I love that little quip. Mm-hmm. And he's Mr. Green. That's what we ate. <laughs> Mr. Green is probably one of my favorites too because I love when he runs around and like shit keeps happening to him and the dead bodies. Like, I didn't keep- do it. I didn't, I didn't do it. it. <laughs> I didn't do it. I told you I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, he was. I I will say I think. Out of all of them, obviously, Mrs. White is my favorite, but he was probably my second favorite. Yeah. I think, obviously, Tim Curry is Tim Curry, so he's going to be, like, above the rest anyway, but yeah, in terms of, Tim like, Curry. the rest of the cast. The Tim, Tim Curry stand podcast. And Christopher Lloyd's character is my least favorite. This is fair. I think, yeah, because even Colonel Mustard made me laugh really hard. Yeah, when well, like the chandeliers would fall, and he's like, "I can't take another scare," and the fucking chandelier, I was just dying. And then it just ends. <laughs> I love that. Or when yeah. what is that line where he's like, "You're gonna make me look stupid in front of like the whole party," and he's like, "You don't need my help. You don't need my help." That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he does that a few times. <laughs> We definitely have to rewatch this. We have to. The the one-liners are so they're so fast. Funny though, I like. I like the the quote-unquote cameo that is Mr. Body. It's Lee Ving. I love me a good Lee Ving cameo. Right. I was like, oh my god, I didn't realize he was in this movie. (laughs) Yeah, he just like fucking is just like, hey, I'm here to be a dick for three seconds and then die. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. Also, another fun fact, I love. I'm going to spew all my fun facts, like, right at the beginning. That's like, fine. Go. It's fine. Well, this is another spooky fun fact. So, um, the producer of this movie is Deborah Hill. Mm-hmm. So, if you listen in the movie, they refer to the film as Hill House. And it's after Deborah yeah. Hill. It's called Hill House, but it's also named after the Hill, the Haunting of Hill House novel by Shirley Jackson. Which is what the show is. Is that? It's based off the book. Yeah. Based on the, the TV show is based on that? I think the ho- the houses, I think the idea of the house, but the hill Haunting of Hill House is a book by Shirley Jackson that's like spooky as hell. Um, but that's a movie too, right? But it's also a movie, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And I, yeah, I love it. Hill House just keeps coming Hill up. Hill House just keeps coming up, guys. Hill House, American Werewolf in London. We're getting H and A, H and H H N, H and N, Home Shopping. Network. I'm fucking falling apart, y'all. It's a fucking <laughs> Tuesday. We know how Tuesdays are. We know how Tuesdays parts. are. Oh my gosh, but yeah, I love this movie. I love. I can't believe you haven't seen it till now. I know. So tell me, tell me some of your thoughts while watching it. Like what, what, watching it from like the late, like you know, two thousand twenty-one, seeing this for the first time. How did it read to you? Honestly, I I feel like it's aged really well. I mean, some of the uh, some of the jokes, like obviously, probably aren't great, but it was also based in the nineteen fifties. Mm-hmm. So you could argue that, and I don't know. It just like. To me, it was, like, really, I think, really, like, a good, um, more of a good, like, 
parody of like mystery movies Mm -hmm. like i kept forgetting it was based on the board game like that wasn't like my primary thought was like oh that you know professor plum is from the board game i just kept seeing like these um kind of like references and spoofs of like mystery movies because i really like knives out yeah, it definitely felt like this walk so knives out could run. And it felt yeah, exactly. And it I some of the you know, tropes in there were kind of similar to some of the tropes mm-hmm. in like Clue. And even though that like was before it, it was still like really funny to watch. Um but I don't know, like I just I think it's like it surprisingly ages really well. And I wish I had seen it when I was younger. But I also don't think I would have gotten all the one-liners. Yeah, you don't think so? Mm -mm. I definitely um, caught more of them as I got older. For sure. Um, And I have to watch it again because I still don't think I caught all of them. (laughs) It was so quick. A lot. Some of them are super quick. I... There... (laughs) Isla Madeline Cox. She's got the best one being killed is pretty final when you say like that's such a- <laughs> She's just so anything fun. she says. Oh, is what else what is it? Husband should be like Kleenex, soft, strong and disposable. Yep. Like <laughs> What? Hold God, on. I love her. I'm like trying to like I had to go look up some of my favorite ones like wait. I love when Colonel Mustard is like calling her like a spider, and he's like, "You can't. You take men to their deaths like a spider to flies." And she says, "Flies are where men are most vulnerable." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. To I'm you, just though. gonna watch a Mrs. White compilation after this. <laughs> That's what you should do. It really ease your mind. Um, Mrs. White compilation. I I recommend it for everyone trying to have a good laugh and calm down. Yes. I won't lie to you that the ugliest laugh you'll get out of me in that movie is literally when Colonel Mustard asks Wadsworth, he's like, um, what, like, when he's like, I'm the butler, and he's like, well, what exactly do you do? And he just says, I buttle, sir. <laughs> it makes me laugh like such a fucking idiot every time. Oh, my God, I buttle. I buttle, sir. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my Terry god. was so like I know you were talking about the physical comedy in this movie, but he was so physical in this movie with all the like locked doors and like having to like run into yes. the locked doors and just like running like that in like before they find out who did it, where he's like basically um recapping everything that happened and he's like running back and forth like between each room and like oh trying to god. like recap everything it was just like oh my god and they're just he's sliding so around and he throws the key yeah he's he they work hard in this movie he put in work in this movie he did he really put in he worked hard on this one mm-hmm. i love the whole communism was just a red herring thing like that. yes <laughs> <laughs> i fucking keep repeating that over and over oh my god i I love, I can't get over Mrs. White one-liners. Like, I love when, like, Mr. Body gets up and, like, he's moved or whatever. And they're like, you know, Miss Scarlet makes a joke. Maybe there is life after death. And Mrs. White says life after death is as improbable as sex after marriage. <laughs> I didn't catch that one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And then they ask her, how many husbands have you had? She says, a minor other women's. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Oh. And Miss Scarlet has good one-liners too. She's fucking funny. When they ask Mr. Green, are you a cop? And he says at the end, he's like, no, I'm a plant or whatever. And she said, a plant? I thought men like you were usually called a fruit. Ma'am. Oh. That didn't age well, but that's fucking funny. That is funny. She read his ass. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he's holding a gun to her, so she could be a little sassy at that point, I feel like. And also, like, Colonel Mustard, he was like, do you like Kipling, Miss Scarlet? And she's like, I'll eat anything. I'll eat anything. (laughs) I love any of the fuck. Wadsworth is so funny when he's just like, you know, what's your top? And they're like, 
he's working on the secret of the next fusion bomb. And he's like, how'd you know that? And he's like, can you keep a secret? And Chrome like, yes. And Wadsworth, so can I. <laughs> can you keep a secret? Me too. I love the whole, like, J. Edgar Hoover being on the phone and all the other people that get killed, too. Because, like, at first you're like, they can't kill off this whole cast. Who are they going to kill? And then people just keep fucking showing up to this damn house. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, that's what I was kind of wondering, too, like, before I started watching it. Because I was like, is it just going to be, like, one person where they try to, like, figure it out the whole time? Negative. Like, people the game. just keep fucking dying. But people kept, like, coming up and, like, the um, motorist and then, like, the girl who is singing. The yes, telegram girl. The telegram girl is actually one of the Go-Go um, band members. She's one of the Go-Go's. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. I love that. Uh, I And then the cop and the the cook and <laughs> all of them. Yeah, because I went into this like completely, and the maid, I went into this like completely event, yeah. blind. Like completely blind. Yeah, so like, six murders. A few things, yep. Six murders, so it's technically one for each person. Mm-hmm. So that they can Which be, is like, why that last ending makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it makes sense. And it's like someone like connected all to all people. of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that they're all bad people. I like that that's like the whole like... That's kind of like Knives Out. Knives Out, they're all just shitty people. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I feel like it's pretty on point. Mm-hmm. I love... I like that they don't wear their colors necessarily. Yeah. Um, And they call it out by still being like, you know, aliases. I will say, um, Professor Plum Christopher Lloyd has one fucking good line in the very beginning when he's in the car with Miss Scarlet and he stops the car and she's like, why is the car stopped? And he says, it's frightened. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, Um, I think it would have been probably, like, pretty tacky if, like, not that this movie isn't tacky in nature, but, like, I think it would be pretty tacky if, like, they all wore, like, their colors and it was, like, really bright. it would be too obvious, but that looks kind of Mm -hmm. blended. I like Wadsworth when he's running around and he was just like, I was in the hall, I know, because I was there. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ, Tim Curry. He's perfect in this role. So when you start... (laughs) So what's really fun is to, what's, what I would recommend for anyone who's, like, coming into it, like, for when you watch it again, is to listen to Tim Curry's, like, you know, maybe, like, tonight or reread it or rewatch his thing, um, where he, like, does the whole run-through explanation at the end that everyone, where everyone is missing. Mm-hmm. So when you rewatch the movie, you can actually see that those people are missing from the room when he says it. So he's he is right. They filmed the movie to fit the first one or the last oh. ending. So when he's running around saying, you know, the killer could have had time to go from this room to this room and it was this person, you they are really missing in that shot. Oh, that's so interesting. You can actually like find clues of who done it in the movie. So I know that there were, like, the different title cards for the endings. So Mm -hmm. that last ending was, like, the actual ending? Sort of, like, you would have gotten one, two, three endings. So technically they're all the ending. But how they re-put it out and re-streamed it, you know, as a full movie when they released it. And, you know, put it out on things like this on streaming apps. They made it so it, it was. That is the actual ending. And I think they kind of already always knew that they were going to release it that way. Um, I think they always kind of planned that, but then they tried to be gimmicky and it just didn't really go over so well. There was actually going to be a fourth ending um, where it was Wadsworth and he like poisons everybody, but then it, it just felt like that's too much. Oh yeah. That's even too dark for this dark comedy. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. But I, uh- I I guess like I thought originally going into it that there was going to be a different ending for each character like explaining why each character did it oh no that would have been cool though but that would have been a Mm -hmm. lot but I like how I like how they did I like when it's the Madeline Kahn one and they're doing the one plus two plus two plus one (laughs) yes and you have to like count it real fast and I'm like wait wait what how many wait 
<laughs> it's hard to keep up. They really they really go hard and confuse you. Yeah, and I guess it would I guess like the way it was released in theaters it would affect like how the audience like thought the movie was. So yeah, if that's you true. like got an ending that you didn't like super like, I guess it could like completely ruin like the rest of the movie for you. Whereas if yeah. you got like arguably like the last ending of the, I feel like it would have been like a You'd great have liked reception. It more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then if you get all three, I wish they'd just shown it as all three, because while it's confusing, it made the movie a little longer and you get more bang for your buck, I feel like, instead of being gimmicky. Um Yeah. I don't know. I like how it is. I think it's I think it's a great movie. I think I'm just also like really like into the whole cast. Um I'm a sucker for Madeline Kahn, uh, ever since Young Frankenstein. She mm-hmm. Her, the way she speaks in films just absolutely slays me. She's so funny. Yeah, because she's so, like, <laughs> deadpan about it. I love her in Young Frankenstein when she's gets turned into the bro- Like, oh, she's so funny. Yeah, she's great. So I- do you think this is, like, the best board game, like, adaptation of a movie? <laughs> Oh, wait, are we going to compare it to other board game adaptations of movies like Battleship? Because yes. then, yeah. <laughs> are we counting? Wait, do we count Jumanji for this? I was going to ask you if you because, would count Jumanji. Well, because the game in the movie existed before they made a bullshit fake game. Yeah. And then in that same vein, are we counting Ouija board game movies? Yes. Oh, well, then the second, that second Ouija movie is my favorite. Okay. That one's good. The one that takes place in like, the those. 60s. That one, the first one sucks. The second one's actually, like, pretty scary. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, it's definitely, man, no, not Battleship. Battleship is not a film I care about. Well, now that I think about it, I feel like, was this, like, the first time they ever did, like, a board game movie? Are there really many other board game movies, though? Like, to where it's even, like, a thing? I don't know. Because there's not really a Candyland movie or... Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Yeah, it would be an acid trip. It would be awful. I don't want to be a part of it. You get that scary peppermint man away from me. So why did they decide to, like, base a movie off of this? Well, I think they really just liked the idea of kind of a funny murder mystery whodunit and Clue is like a really it's already there people already recognize it mm-hmm. you know why not make a freaking I don't know and they had the other movie that they kind of or the other story they pulled from and it was a fun little it's very feels like one of those British TV shows it feels very mm-hmm. like British humor very also you know in that Michael McKean vein of uh, best in show as well I kind of get that kind of Yes. Quick quips vibe from it. Yes. It is. Um, it does remind me of that now that you mention it. I like that. I I, I think that's an, that goes to Jonathan Lynn. He worked on some British comedy like sitcoms and things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really like the way it's written. I really love um, Mrs. Peacock's. We, we quoted it on the on the Twitter on the old, ye old Twitter. I can't ye fucking Twitter. talk right now. Jesus Christ. Thank you guys for putting <laughs> up with us this long on this right? episode. But Mrs. Peacock, Eileen Brennan, just goes into this. We, you know, what is Shakespeare? What feels like Shakespeare that isn't Shakespeare? She goes into this a minute, 30 second long, just one breath monologue at the dinner table about, you know, How's everyone doing? What are we going to do? We should all talk. It's great to start a conversation. She's happy to start a conversation. Like, she just does it all in this <laughs> one fluid breath. And she keeps holding her spoon up to her mouth and pulling it away right before she does it. Right mm-hmm. before she eats to keep talking. And it drives me insane when I yeah. watch that scene. I'm like, eat your goddamn food, woman. Just oh, shut up. <laughs> and everyone's staring at her like... <laughs> fucking Madeline Kahn and Christopher Lloyd drinking their soup so loud mm-hmm. at the dinner table. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm running on so much. Oh my god. It's just it's it's funny. It's not a very deep movie. 
it's very lighthearted, which is hilarious because there's dead bodies everywhere, and like there's points where they walk into rooms and they're like, like making just, out with the dead bodies so that the police yeah. doesn't, that the police don't catch them. That's <laughs> that is an interesting setup. I they fucking everyone's struggling to pick up these dead bodies, check and see everything's all right. Yep, two dead but two corpses. Everything's good. Like. It feels very 2020. Feel very yeah. Mm-hmm. Plague in the world, it's fine. Oof. <laughs> Oof, big mood. Oof. Oof, oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, but I I really can't believe this is the first time watching it. We're gonna have to watch it again. Yeah. You're gonna have to rewatch it. Check for clues, see little things. Um, it's fun to watch them find the secret passageways, you know. It's just really neat. It's it's neat to watch the the comedy, seeing them all try to situate themselves, especially the girls in their ridiculous dresses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because like they, I guess, I guess it was like supposed to be like a dinner party, and that's why everybody was dressed up, right? Yeah. So do you do you get the plot of the movie? Do you need me to like kind of explain what was happening a little bit? Just a little bit, yes. Okay. Yeah. No, I can do that. Okay. So basically, if we went. So the 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 plot to a point we're going to ignore the endings at this point. Okay. What we're introduced to is that these six people got anonymous letters from a Mr. Body and were given aliases and told to be at this house because you're being bl- hey, we know that you're being blackmailed. You're black you need your blackmailer is requesting that you be here. So, everyone shows up they don't know each other. They realize they all work in Washington, D.C. Turns out Mr. Body is supposedly, Mr. Body is blackmailing all of them, including all of his staff. Mm. And Wadsworth, he had driven Wadsworth, Wadsworth's wife to suicide. Yeah. And I so to that. get revenge, Wadsworth found all the evidence, got everybody together, and decided that if they killed Mr. or if they turn Mr. Body in with the evidence, he'll go to jail. They'll stop getting blackmailed. Turns out all these people are shitty. They don't want that. Shocker, shocker, shocker. Um, and then Mr. Body says, Okay, well, how about that? How about we just keep blackmailing? And you guys kill Wadsworth, so he shuts the hell up. And somebody kills Mr. Body. But in reality, Mr. Body pretended to be dead. I don't really got, I never really kind of got why. I think it was because that he worked for Wadsworth and Wadsworth was actually the one blackmailing. And it was just like a big fucking bullshit ruse to just get Mr. Body out of the way and kill off all the extra informants so he could make more money and blackmail more, basically. It was just, it was just all money. And shocker, twist ending, it had nothing to do with, uh, Mrs. White's missing husband's work on the fusion bomb. (laughs) Or Colonel Mustard's army secrets. Shocker. Communism was a red herring. Oh my god, that was so funny. Yeah, I think I was like hung up on the Mr. Body part. Yeah, leaving just comes in. And he's got like no gunshot wounds. So somebody tries to grab the gun from Professor Plum. He shoots it into the wall. Uh, leaving. Mr. Body is pretending to be dead, waits for everybody to leave, gets up, sneaks off. Somebody finds him, kills him again with a pipe, I guess. That's why he has blood on his head the next time you see him. And then, so, I don't really know why. Then someone kills a vet, and that makes me sad. Yeah. Poor vet. Justice for a vet. Justice for a vet. She was funny. Somebody put her in that dumbass costume and she worked her hardest. She was recording, you know, stuff from the other room. (laughs) But I drink the cognac too. (laughs) (laughs) She the dumbass fucking accent she's got in that whole thing. I thought she was though. (laughs) And it's not her accent because there's that one scene where she drops it right before she gets killed. Yeah, before she dies. I was confused by that. She's not, she's just, that's just her like persona. Like she's Mm. like a call girl. So she's like her persona. And so she's actually just, you know, Colleen Camp. (laughs) Oh my God. Fucking, do you have a little girl's room? Wee wee. No, I just need to powder my nose. I will always ugly laugh at a fucking wee joke. Like, always. 
You will always get me with that shit. I'm just going to have to say that this weekend at some point. Wee wee. Oh, like, where's the bathroom? Wee wee. No, no I, just I just need, need to get a powder out, my, out of my nose. My nose. <laughs> Man, and I like that movie because they give everybody a really, like, equal footing. And it's cool to kind of see this movie with this full cast. And it's not just a bunch of young 20-year-olds. Like, they have, mm-hmm. you know, Martin Mull as Colonel Mustard and, you know, Mrs. Peacock, who are older, you know doing just as much physical comedy as the rest of them yeah. and she's fighting that i'm gonna keep bringing it up a thousand times we can even that feather headpiece that she's just beaten off her face that is the funniest thing to me because i have seen so many old ladies trying to get mad and their stupid hats or their stupid <laughs> hair or whatever and they're doing that so it like it's so funny because it's so real this like you know, Senator's wife from Washington is trying to keep right. her shit together so hard. Her stupid outfit. <laughs> her stupid ass outfit. The dumbass dress. I just love seeing she everyone like, crumble. I've never done anything wrong. I have no secrets to hide. I'm like, she's okay. falling apart the whole time. And I like that Mrs. White, they just like start to like take off more and more of their like pieces of clothing. Mm-hmm. Like Miss White loses her hat, she loses her gloves. And then she's got like, you know, the jacket off, the other, the blazer off, everything. By the end of the movie, you see, you know, she's got, it's just her hair and her dress. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of cool to see all these, like, prim and proper quiet people from the beginning all eating dinner together and trying to be awkward and, like, to literally running and stumbling and falling on top of each other by the end of the night and then all end up getting arrested. <laughs> but I even like how they do the credits at the end with the cards. Yes, I love that. I think that's super cute with the little cards. I love the spooky house. I love a good movie with a good spooky house. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Tim Curry was just made to be in mansion films with mansions and Apparently. spooky households. Apparently. Like, movies that have, so like, Tim Curry in It, he lives in that spooky-ass house on Kneebolt Street. Mm-hmm. Um, in this movie, he is in that. The mansion, the Hill House, in Rocky Horror Picture Show. He's in that spooky house, the Frankenstein Manor. Um, in Legend, he's in that big devil castle thingy. This man has got some great houses. And he then sure in Muppet Treasure Island, he's missing a leg and living <laughs> on a boat. <laughs> and in Muppet Treasure Island, he's missing a leg. I well, love that. He's Long John Silver, so. One-legged man. That's the whole point of the his story. Oh my god, I love that. Oh god, I'm ready to talk about Muppets! Well, I was gonna say, like, continuing on with our Tim Curry summer, do you want to, like, preview what we're doing next week? Yeah, I feel like we've driven through Clue pretty hard now. Mm-hmm. I really didn't shut up there. No, you're fine. I was just like like listening to you talk and I was like, yes. Do you I have, have to it? watch this again. <laughs> any other do you have any other questions that I didn't answer about the film? Or are you gonna No, I don't think I do. I just like I like I said, I just wanna like rewatch it and get some more of those one liners because I feel like that was like the primary part of the movie that I really and enjoyed. Just acting a fucking fool. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I it's love ridiculous. it. And it's so cool to see the house is really pretty too. Like the house itself is really pretty, mm-hmm. and then they open the door and it's the cop, and they shut the door right back in his fucking face. <laughs> I will always laugh at an open shut door gag like that, where they or when the guy comes to tell them about Jesus, <laughs> and they're like, "Go away!" Yeah, <laughs> like Jesus isn't in here. <laughs> He's not here. Oh my god, yeah. So we're gonna keep on keeping on with our Tim Tim Curry summer. Keep on keeping on. Um, there's a couple of more films we want to talk about. When are we gonna like end Tim Curry summer? There's really no end in sight. Um No, I don't what I, probably September. We'll probably end in September yeah. because we'll get right into spooky shit. hmm So we'll end with like we'll probably end with a spooky Tim Curry movie. I think I can think of one. Is it it? might be it or it could be something else is it legend that's not spooky Mm. unless you count tim uh not tim curry um tom Tom cruise's unibrow (laughs) 
That movie, his unibrow kills me. I hate Tom Cruise. I met him once at the Jungle Cruise. I did. He's very short. Uh, Yeah, I know. And he does. He does have his mouth open a lot. Like he has his like open smile laugh all the time. Like ah. Oh yeah. Very open like laugh. Did he jump on the benches of Jungle Cruise and start Uh, clapping? No, but he he wrote it four times. Okay. Uh, he wrote he rode my boat once. He rode my friend Sierra's boat twice, and he rode our friend Evan's boat once. He really liked Sierra's boat. Ooh. Ooh. Um, ooh, yeah, exactly for that reason. And he like does a lot of stomp, hand clappy laughing. Yes, yes. he's like very invested it. in whatever you're saying. I knew it. Uh, but then he's also like not paying attention at the same time. So like it's weird. It's like weird the things he'll laugh at. Yeah. I don't know. He's very he's very nice to me. So, but also he's very short, and I don't generally care for him in films, unless we're talking about Interview with a Vampire. Then that's a whole other story that I won't talk about right now. Oh yeah, that's completely different. That's not Tom me. Cruise in my head. That's a totally different no. person. No. Same with me with like Brad Pitt. Like I'm like, not yeah. a big Brad Pitt person. They but are if completely you're talking separated. Interview with, a, Interview with a Vampire, Brad Pitt. Same with Gary Old. Everything I'm doing. That's how I am with Gary Oldman and Dracula as well. <laughs> yes, yes, like, yes. I do yes. not generally care for him as a person, but I will murder for him as Dracula. I think we're gonna have to talk vampires. <laughs> mm, maybe we're gonna season. start doing a spook because then I'll talk about Queen of the Damned. I'll get into Stuart yes. Townsend. Let's just you know, you know we're not gonna ourselves. You know we're bit. not gonna talk about on this podcast. We're not gonna talk about Twilight. No, we're not. No, those are. Not. I was never really a Twilight kid. I went through a phase. Right. I think I went through like you know a brief phase just because everybody else was doing it. Yeah, exactly. And but it wasn't like full force. No, it was very temporary, and I just never got into it. No. Mm-mm. Well, I think for our Tim Curry summer, I know my. For my birthday recording, my birthday's coming up in August. Mm-hmm. For my birthday, birthday. Um, I'm probably going to talk about my one of my other favorite films. This is probably, I don't know if I would say it's my favorite Tim Curry film, um, but it's definitely the one where I feel like Tim Curry had the most fun. And for I that, I have the most fun. <laughs> um, because if there's one thing I love, it's Muppet one-liners. Oh my god. I'm actually really excited to get into the Muppet movies. The Muppet movies are fucking funny. Like, Mm -hmm. they're funny. They're made for adults. Like, they're made for kids, but they are made for adults as well. Yeah. You can, you can, I have to show you. So there's, we'll, we'll get into this and I'm sure I'll play some of it for the episode. But there's all these online YouTube videos of, of the Muppets like the shows or their specials or like specifically Emmett Otter's Christmas special. And I know some other of our listeners know this um, where it's just them trying to shoot a scene over and over. And it's just Frank Oz and the other puppeteers just like losing their fucking minds and just saying whatever. It's oh my these, God. It's just these Muppet characters just losing their shit. Just so the bloopers like the- are like extra good because it's grown oh. ass men. My fucking God. losing their mind as Muppets. <laughs> I love that. So like, I can't wait. So like, yeah, I really like the idea, and we're gonna get into it. And we're gonna have a whole thing about like, if there was any movie you could make into a Muppet movie, what would it be? Like, replace everything <gasps> but one actor with Muppets. I can't wait for that. Um. So for the Muppet Treasure Island movie, we might be bringing on a guest, possibly. Mm-hmm. For my birthday, we might be bringing on one of my friends. His name is Billy Myers. He is a local Florida comedian and artist. And so hopefully he will be on for that one because I know he has some Muppet opinions. And he's funny as shit. I know when we do Muppet Christmas Carol in the December time, we'll be bringing on our good, lovely, dear friend, Britt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we will get murdered if we don't. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like it's literally <laughs> under pain of death that we have to bring them on. No, I I would love to hear from people who have like legitimate passion for the Muppets because this will be my first time seeing all of them. So, all of them, really? Yeah, oh, okay. we're gonna have to do Muppets from Space too. That's a good. You're gonna really I like didn't that even one. No, that was a one. You're gonna love Muppets from Space. I can. I almost can guarantee you that that's gonna be your favorite. 
Is there a particular reason? It's a gonzo one. And he's like the weird alien from, he's like weird. Oh, the one with the nose? Yeah. Oh my fucking God. You are a baby. Oh my I God. Am, the one I'm, with, a, I'm a Muppet baby. The one with the nose, she said. The one. Well, he's got the like, whoop. Shut the fuck right? up. Shut the fuck up. That's yes. him, right? Yes. Yes. That's okay. him. But like, Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> I'm so mad right now. I can't talk to you. I didn't realize you were that bad. Jesus. I know Kermit is a frog. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I know Rizzo the rat. Did you, did you know that Miss Piggy is Frank Oz, the same voice as uh, Yoda? Yeah, I knew that. Okay, well then you're doing better than I thought. Yeah, no, I knew that. I knew that much. I think I know like a little bit more than like I'm letting on, but... I'm just double checking because I don't want to confuse it with Sesame Street. <laughs> that's fair. That's super fair. So yeah, Gonzo does. That's his movie, Muppets in Space, and it's very. But he much... was in Sesame Street too, right? No, but there are ones that kind of look like him in Sesame Street. Oh, I knew who I'm confused. You're thinking of like Elmo the one, or not Elmo, Grover? The one that Grover. Grover. You're thinking of Grover. They do look similar in color and texture. I guess I'm gonna get roasted. I'm gonna eat you alive. I know. Actually, it's going to be Billy. Billy's going to eat you alive. That's fine. I did. I did tell him to be nice to you and not shame you too hard. Okay. I was like, please. I was like, Aaron is gentle, baby. Please do not frighten her. <laughs> and he said, I'll do my best. Very good. Excellent. We'll see where it goes then. It's fine. We can just we can just lose him on the. If he's too bad, we'll just hang up. I'll mute him. He's I have mute full him. control. Yeah. There you go. We'll just turn them off. All right. Yeah. So that's that's what we're doing. We're gonna try to do Muppet Treasure Island. Maybe we'll do Legend. We keep talking about it, but yeah, maybe we should do Legend. I don't know. We'll talk about it later. We'll see what's going on. We'll, we'll see, see how we're what's feeling. going on. Where where we're at. Keeping it with Tim Curry. So if you guys have a Tim Curry movie that you really really want us to talk about, and and maybe you want to talk about it too, if you know something about it, maybe if we have an it expert out there. Yes, but not. Uh, not the one that Brit. just came out. No, no Brit. <laughs> <laughs> Not the new one. Not the new one. The Tim Curry one specifically. If we have anyone that mini series specifically, Which, by the way, it's a mini series. The one that Tim Curry in. Not it's a not movie. a film. It's a mini series. Let's get mini-series. that straight. <laughs> I can't do it's anything so straight. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That was a Mrs. Peacock laugh almost. <laughs> I think I'm getting it from her. I need to watch that movie again. I'm really was, excited. It a riot. It's so we funny. We have to watch it together. Yeah. It's a hoot. It's a hoot. <laughs> All right. So where can, where, can we find, where can we find you on social media? If somebody wants to find you. God, don't. <laughs> like, please don't. Why no. not say it like that? Yeah. Yeah, right? Let make it sound terrifying. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sailor K Ray. Also, my Etsy shop is Groovy by Design. Please follow me. I would love it. And please talk to us about what movie. Oh, you know what we should do? We should do our crystal ball rating. Oh, yeah. We'll do it. Tell us where we can find you online, and then we'll do our crystal ball rating. All right. So you can find me online at Crazy Shark Lady on Twitter and Instagram, and then Babe's Podcast on Twitter for our podcast Twitter, and then Babe's Podcast 1990. Yes. Is that our Instagram? Instagram. On Instagram. Wow, we're really good at this. I always forget it because it's different. I'm surprised we got the handle we did for Twitter, honestly. We're great at promoting ourselves. We love it. We care so much. Please listen to us. Thank you. Please listen to us. We will not link anything below because I'm too lazy to do that. We don't know how to do it. We're not that savvy. You're lucky you're getting this much. We have a link tree on the Twitter. It has everything you need to know on there. Please please follow and interact. I believe in you guys. (laughs) Do more than what we're doing because this is not cutting it. No, but seriously, we love you. You guys did. We got really good feedback on our HHN episode. We're probably going to do another um, bonus. And Charlie's Angels. And Charlie's Angels. We'd love to do more of these fun little bonus episodes. And like I said, we're going to do our little rating system. So we are going to be doing a crystal ball rating. And yes, we're going to do it out of five. 
out of five. Five is the best. So what is going to stop us from giving it five crystal balls when we're like, and like, if we gave Labyrinth five crystal balls. Let's go, let's go through all the movies we did. Fuck it. People can stick on longer if they want to hear it. Otherwise, go away. This isn't even that long, so they're fine. It's not even that long. All right, so crystal balls. It's not even that long. Long. We're going to go through the movies. Labyrinth. How many crystal balls out of five are you going to give Labyrinth for pure enjoyment of a film? Five. Five. Five's all around right here. Big's the power. It's from our name. Literally. Clueless. Five. See, Jawbreaker, I'd give about, mm, I'd probably do about a four out of five. For Jawbreaker, no offense, I'm going to do a three. That's fair. I was close to giving it a three. What about Um, Clueless for you? Clueless, I'd probably give it probably a four. Mm -hmm. I'm not huge on Clueless. And then, oh my gosh, what else have we done? What have we done? I know, it's so many now. Look at us go. Adam's Family Values. Adam's five out of five. Yeah, five. Six out of five. Adam's Family Values. Just for Raul Julia. Six out of five. Fern Gully. Fern Gully, two out of five. I was literally going to say two. Two out of five. Charlie's Angels. Four out of five. Uh, I'm still going to say five out of five. Five out of five. That's fair. If we're doing like enjoyment purposes. Oh, that's... No, but see, Charlie's Angels isn't some, one of my first things I'd put on. I put Clue on before I put on Charlie's Angels. Well, there you go, and I think no. that's where we're going to differ. Clue, so for five, Clue. For five. No, I'm going to say... Yeah, I'm going to keep five for five. I'm going to say 3.5. That's fine. You can give it a point five crystal ball. 3.5. 3.5. So, hopefully I'll bump it up to four. Oh, and Jennifer's body. We'll count that one. Oh, five out of five. <laughs> Five out of five. Six five out, out of five. Five out of fucking five. I enjoy um, that movie every time I watch it. Oh, so. eat your soul and shit it out, Les Nicky. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's such a great film. So from now, moving forward, <laughs> as I hear all the time at work. So moving forward, moving we forward. will be doing from this point onward. crystal ball rating for every movie, but it's not going to be like technical or like critical it's gonna be how much did we enjoy this movie right now opinions Mm -hmm. like my heart and my head are combined into the decision should we really just average ours together and give it one babes rating together for each one probably let's do that we should do that so for this one if you did a three and a half and i did a five it'll be like a four it'll be like a four yeah, yeah, so this is a four out of five on our rating scale, which is pretty good considering Fern yeah, is definitely a two out of a five. Definitely. And it only and got two. putting the crystal walls and the like descriptions and stuff. Perfect. I love it. So stop doing the point five bullshit. Sorry. <laughs> We're going to round up. We're going to round up. We're going to round up. But yeah, I like that rating. Also, go ahead and make your ball jokes. It's fine. Whatever. I know they're coming, so we're just going to get yeah, out of the way. make those ball jokes. We'll give it this many balls out of this many balls. Listen, it's actually, our I'm logo. Probably, I'm probably going to do that. That's actually going to be what I'm going to start saying. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I made myself into a habit. That's okay. And now it's everyone's problem. No, we're going to make it everybody's problem. Everyone's Just, Just people who tune. Actually, if you've tuned in and you've listened this far... You have made I'm this sorry. your own problem at this yeah, point. Exactly. This is your problem and your fault. Not Welcome our fault. to our group therapy session. Also known as our podcast. We're happy to have you here. <laughs> <laughs> if you made it this far, are you okay? Are you okay? What do you know? <laughs> How are we feeling out there tonight? <laughs> yeah. I am not feeling good. Side note. I saw Inside in theaters. Yeah, tell me about that. I was so happy. Did you cry or did you get real sweaty? Actually, uh, both. Both? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so, for anybody keeping tabs, I've seen Inside nine times now. Nine in theaters or in... Just see- in general. You've only watched it nine times? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know why I thought that was going to be way more than it was. Yeah, I make it more dramatic than it really is. It does. Yeah, you it, do. And I yeah. don't think anyone's keeping tabs but you. Well, this is our podcast. 
and I'm <laughs> half of this podcast. So I you're welcome. Just, I just wanted you to know I don't think anyone is keeping track of you but you. <laughs> I don't think anybody cares. I don't think anyone. I mean, have you really posted all nine times you've seen it? Otherwise, how are they going to know? Nobody's going to know. How are they going to know? How are they going to know? Nobody's right. going to. Oh, we have to stop now. We have to absolutely yeah. stop this podcast. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. We're off the rails. Thank you guys so much for listening to us yap about Clue and whatever the hell else it was just right now. We're happy to have you. This was a really fun movie. We're yes. keeping up with Tim Curry's summer. We're going to. Oh, God. We're so close to my mother Treasure Island. My child Yay. of a film. Man, you want to see something embarrassing? Watch me watch that movie. I know every line and I hate myself for it. And we will get into that. Mm, We will. But thank you for joining us, guys. Thank Uh, you. Let us know what you think. Clue, four out of five crystal balls. Go fucking watch it. It's got like two more days on Amazon for free. Yes, go watch it. I'll put this out tonight so they have time. Ooh. Ooh. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.